The Fake Show podcast is brought to you by the law firm of Hutchison & Stefan, the Craft House Brewery, now with two locations, the Tone Factory Recording Studio, Moonshot.com t-shirt designs, Mr. Antenna, now your host, Jim Tofty. The Go-Go's were the first all-female rock group in history to write their own songs, play their own instruments, and reach the top of the Billboard album chart with their number one LP, Beauty and the Beat, in 1981. Of course, they benefited greatly from MTV and had several hit songs, including Our Lips Are Sealed, We Got the Beat, and Head Over Heels, to name a few. They toured extensively and opened for the biggest bands in rock, including the Rolling Stones and the Police. My next guest is Go-Go's drummer Gina Schock, who has a brand new, much-anticipated book about the band, And I've got Gina on the line right now in Los Angeles. Hello. Gina, welcome and congratulations on going into the Rock Hall. Long overdue, in my opinion. Oh, thank you. I appreciate that. And yes, I agree. It has been long overdue, but uh, better late than never, right? Yeah. And, you know, I've talked to other artists like from the band Chicago, who it was a long time coming for them, too. Did you just kind of put it out of your mind for a while and just say, well, if it happens, it happens? Yeah. Yeah, we were sort of, you know, we kept like every year, you know, our, our friends and management, they were like, oh, you know, this year they're going to they're gonna nominate you this year. And then every year that kept happening and nothing, we were not, we weren't getting nominated. So we were like, to hell with this. We don't care if we <laughs> ever do. You know what? We know what we've contributed and we're cool with that. Um, but then when it actually, you know, when we heard we were getting nominated, we, we were all kind of nervous because we thought, oh, my God, if we get nominated and we don't actually get inducted, that's going to kind of stick. But, <laughs> yeah. but, but we did. It all worked out. So And we're really excited. You know, it's it's a really cool thing to be happening. How did you hear about it? Was was it a manager who called you or texted you? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was our, it was our manager. Art called us all up and said, hey, it's happening. You're, you're in, man. So, you know, because we were like watching the numbers. We would all like text each other. Oh, did you see how many, what, what the numbers are up today? We're, you know, so we, we were, we were watching that. Uh, and, and then when he, and then Art finally called us and said, you're in. That's great. Well, you have a new book, Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's. I, for one, am very excited about this. You, you've done a lot of living, you and the girls, so how do you make sure you get everything in this book? Um, well, I am, it's all been documented in my photographs. Yeah. Our band's history, and, um, uh, I I feel like I I didn't miss much. I, although I do focus mainly on the earlier days, you know, because that's when everything was really going crazy, and that's when I had a camera hanging around my neck all the time. Um, and I just felt like this needed to happen. I wanted I wanted folks to to sort of be able to relive this in the way that I have, looking through these through through all these photos. And I I was determined to get a a, a book deal. Um, and, and put this all together and, and, and have it out there for the fans to see through my eyes, you know, what was really going on with the band. Um, you know, we've had our ups and downs. There's been, there's, as does every band. Most bands don't stay together. But there's something kind of great about this band, and we've, we've just kept it together for years. Um, we've stayed, we've always, I feel like this book made me realize we're really a family. Yeah. You know, um, because your family, you don't always like, but you love them and you're, you're there for them 
and and we've always been there for each other. You you know, you talk about the early days. You and I are about the same age, and I was just starting in rock radio when the Go-Go's hit it big. But what I initially noticed, like a lot of other guys, was how you were all really cute. So <laughs> so this is probably... Well, we started out as punks. We were a punk band. Right, right. But it's probably, you know, at the time I thought, is this a novelty act? And then I saw you open for the police in Chicago, and you blew me away. I mean, you really brought it, and I've been a fan ever since. Thank you. Um, that was such... What an incredible opportunity Miles um, Copeland uh, set that up. He was like, come on, I want you guys to open for the police. Right. We went from riding around in a 12-seater van and playing clubs to playing 18,000 to 20,000-seat arenas. That changed the trajectory of this band. Um, <clears throat> after that, boy, we were – I mean, it really did change everything. Uh, our, or suddenly our audience is huge, and lots of people know about this band. And then <clears throat> we did Saturday Night Live, and that really changed things. Remember when, you know, Saturday Night Live was such a big deal if you were, uh, if you were an artist. And, you know, you, yeah. I, I remember waiting every Saturday to see who would be playing that weekend. And, you know, it, and people used to watch that, and record the numbers of, your, of sales would go up if you, played, if you played on Saturday Night Live, as it did for us, and we went to number one. It's amazing. And and among the pictures you've taken, I've seen a lot of the images, the late great Charlie Watts of the Stones, that yeah. loss that loss must have hit you, particularly because he was a drummer and just a great guy. He it did really hit me, to be honest with you, because first of all, he I mean I idolized that man growing up. He's one of the reasons that I wanted to continue playing drums. Um uh, he was rock solid. Uh, he was the glue of that band, and he was exactly the person that I thought he would be when I met him. He was an absolute gentleman, very soft-spoken, dressed impeccably. He really knocked me out, and his passing made me very, very sad. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, I still think about it. I, I, I don't know how they can still go out and play. I mean, they they're the Stones, but wow, Charlie Watts. It's not the I, same band. Gina, I love what your bandmate Kathy Valentine said in the foreword of your book, which was, in part, Gina was the one who whipped the potential of the band into straight-up contenders for everything that followed. I just thought that was beautiful. Yeah, I mean, when Kathy, when I read the foreword, I called her up. I was almost in tears because it was, I mean, it was really beautiful what she wrote. Um, I... Yeah, I mean, you know, you you know what, you just do what you do, and if other people recognize it as such, it's kind of wonderful, you know. Um, and yeah, so nice that, to hear. That, Set the scene for me before you joined this LA punk scene in 1979 and met your future bandmates. Your older brother took you to see Led Zeppelin opening for the yeah, Who. Yeah. You you talk about not only a great show, but a arguably two of the greatest drummers of all time. I know. I mean, can you imagine being 11 years old and seeing that that is the first concert you ever see? <laughs> it blew my mind. And I swear, at the age of 11, I felt like I knew what I wanted to do the rest of my life. I knew I wanted to be up there on that stage. I couldn't imagine doing anything else. And from that moment on, every penny that I got was spent on what I call in the book, my music education. I, I, you know, would buy instrument after instrument until finally I settled on the drums. Uh, every, every band that played in Baltimore, 
or the surrounding area, I was saving up my money and buying tickets to go into every show, every music magazine, every new album that came out, all the British imports. That's where every dime I had went. I mean, I couldn't get enough of it. I think I saw you three or four times, the Go-Go's, over the years, and there was always yeah. a noticeable joy on your face sitting behind the drums. Well, you know what? How lucky am I, okay? I get to do... Who's got the best job in the world? Yeah. I do. I get to do what I love to do, um, and I've been fortunate enough to be doing it my whole adult life. I mean, what a gift. I... You know, and I get to play with people that I really, really do care about. And we have something very special, this incredible chemistry that happens when we're on stage together, when we're in a room together. There's this wonderful energy that doesn't happen any, anywhere else with anyone else. That's so great. Gina Shock's fantastic book, Made in Hollywood, All Access with the Go-Go's. You can get it uh, at Amazon, Barnes & Noble, and wherever you buy your books. Uh, congratulations, too, on the Rock Hall. It was an honor talking to you, Gina. Thanks. I really appreciate it, and uh, this is a good time for, for this band and for myself. Uh, I'm in a very grateful mood, my friend. That's great. Talk to you later. Bye-bye. Bye. That does it for this episode of The Fake Show Podcast. I'm Jim Tofty. Thanks for listening. As always, I'll see you next time. Listen to The Fake Show anywhere on SoundCloud, Stitcher, iTunes, and thefakeshow.com.